Dr. Jennifer Mukeja here, your private wellness consultant detective. Thank you for joining me for episode one, How to Be Healthy. What a preposterous title. Who would suppose to put themselves forward as someone who can give advice on this subject? Well, I'm speaking mostly to myself, creating a guide, a summary, a plan on how to look after myself in the days ahead. I feel comforted knowing I have a list or plan of simple things I can do when I feel run down, overwhelmed or just don't know where to begin. And I feel that having a list nearby that is easily accessible is a wonderful way to gain the surety that we so often don't feel we have in these modern times. These modern times seems a stretch. I mean, gladiators, world wars... I'm currently reading The Anarchy by William Dalrymple. It's an often graphic analysis of the rise and undertakings of the East India Company, the history of trade and ruling classes in India. The one thing I'm reminded of is that, if anything, there is nothing new under the sun. Life has always been and will continue to have periods of struggle, periods of difficulty, until, as the Right Reverend Professor N.T. Wright asserts in his excellent Surprised by Hope, we arrive at the biblical vision of the future world, a vision of the present cosmos renewed from top to bottom by the God who is both creator and redeemer. To be sure, there have been many traumatic times in the history of the world, and one wonders what may be gleaned were we able to sift through the ages and separate out the moments of insight that individuals have had regarding how they coped on a personal level, especially when faced with mountains of impossibility and uncertainty. How did they drudge on, carry on, steal their resolve? How is it that many people who live into old age have in fact worked very hard in their lives and not sat on a bed of ease? Austrian Professor of Neurology and Psychiatry, Victor E. Frankel, lived to a startling 92, despite enduring three brutal years in concentration camps during the Second World War and suffering the loss of his nearest and dearest, including his wife, mother, brother and father. During his lifetime, he had the strength to go on to publish 39 books, including the bestseller man's search for meaning and you wonder how he had the moral fortitude to go on living with such vigour. In the preface to the book Gordon W. Alport writes that Frankel often quoted Nietzsche who he who has a why to live can bear with almost any how and describes the last of human freedoms the ability to choose one's attitude in a given set of circumstances. Frankel states that success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think of it and mounts a compelling presentation for how one is able to avoid becoming the plaything of circumstance despite the presence of uncertainty recommending one take the responsibility to find the right answer to life's problems, to utilise humour, 
however dark the circumstance, and rouse one's imagination to allow the light of the past to shine into any present darkness. Frankel crystallises in the mind's eye of the reader how he fought off what must have been unrelenting suffering, at one point imagining himself giving a lecture on the psychology of the concentration camp in a well-lit, warm and attentive room, attempting to stave off the freezing cold and pain of Auschwitz. He also described in all the battles to resist disillusionment and bitterness in a return to life outside the camp, the crowning experience for the homecoming man, where he realises that after all he has suffered, there is, quote, nothing he need fear anymore except his God. Fearing God is a good place to start. In fact, it has been described as the beginning of wisdom. Noah, through his fear of God in the antediluvian world, was able, with quite specific instructions, to preserve the remnant of humanity through creation of an alcove of peace and safety, despite worldwide destruction. Perhaps this is what I'm attempting to do on this podcast, albeit on a far humbler scale. To think about ways to bring an alcove of peace, an oasis of calm, in practical ways for the physical human, when we may be pressured by outside circumstance. For our spiritual beings, we need to seek fortitude from our maker. However, it seems that if even Jesus in the afterlife commends those who handed out a glass of water to those in need, perhaps it behests us too to gird ourselves and honour our temple of the Holy Spirit, where it, was, where it is within our power to do so. This podcast by no means aims to provide either recipes for treatment of depression or bodily disease. I will leave that to the physicians. Rather, it is simply a selection of thoughts and ponderings on how one can nourish oneself sensibly and maintain a harmony of life and humanity in the often chaotic modern times.